Hello, and this is Tina Brinkley Potts, and this is day 22 of the Ignite 30 Day Prosperity Challenge. Uh, this challenge is on Full the Show, and Full is really just about living from a full cup. Um, you've heard the saying, do you look at the glasses half full or half empty? And I prefer to look at it as always being full. That is my job every day is to start from a full cup, to make sure that I'm happy, whole, and complete before I see, talk, speak to yet one other person, including my kids. Um, because if I come and I'm coming whole, then I can be so much more for not just me, but for my family and for everything that's important to me. So that is why the name of the show is Full. So today is day 22, and this is about acknowledging your desires. Um, first and foremost, if you are just now coming on and you're starting on day 22, why do that to yourself? Go back to day one and take the whole challenge. Um, this is just like building a foundation underneath a house. If the foundation isn't um, steady, then everything that you learn um, is on shaky ground. And instead of being on shaky ground, why not stack the deck in your favor? And um, all of these concepts, they build together. They're small practical things that you can start implementing in your life right away, but will have big, big, big results. And so, again, today is day 22, and this is about acknowledging your desires. And so, what do I mean about that? Well, most of the time, we like to stop or because something isn't coming to us easy, we stop saying we want it. But down in your heart, you don't stop wanting it. You've just tried to muffle the desire, right? And so what we know is that all good desires are of God, right? And so if God puts a desire in your heart, he's already fulfilled it. It's already been fulfilled. You just have to be open and present to figure out the journey. Well, the journey's presented to you, and you just have to follow it. Most of the time, though, we don't follow because we're playing for someone else. Most of the time, we're playing for what other people think of us. We're playing for what somebody else's version of it is. We're playing for... Um, the the story that we made up in our head that could be something that happened to us 10 years ago, we are not acknowledging that this is what we want. Most of the time, we're concentrating on everything around it that we don't want, but we don't acknowledge what we want. And I can tell you that um, this has been one of the concepts that I continuously work on every day simply because um, you know, you have some things that you may have wanted for a long time. And if, and you're kind of like, well, why in the hell hasn't it happened yet? Right. And, you know, especially when you've really been mindful of, of practicing great, um, spiritual practices and, um, you know, being very mindful of how you are in your life, you still 
can go to the left, right? You still can get to the point where you're like, what in the world? Why isn't this working? Well, even doing that is creating that barrier between you and what you want. And so the biggest thing, though, is don't stop wanting what it is you truly desire. Now, really, first and foremost, you got to get clear on what it is you desire, um, not the version that everybody else tells you can have, right? So, like, for instance, um, one of the things for me when I was um, growing up and, you know, the things that I wanted to be really wasn't things that I wanted to be. It was what everybody told me I should be or um things that I, I gave up a lot of things in my life, right? Like, for some reason, I just always thought I was supposed to just hand something over to someone else. So um, I didn't have a good relationship with money. I thought I was always supposed to give it away. Um, I it, it was It was what I thought was the right thing to do. So I don't care how much I had. If, if a relative came to me and said, Oh, you know, if I had $100 and they were like, Tina, I need $99 for my electric bill, I gave the $99. Now, you know, I'm not saying that it was a bad thing to do to give the $99, but what I realized was, was I stopped serving myself at some point and was only worried about serving others. Oh, if I don't, what are they going to think of me? Oh, you know... Because I've always been able to go and really position myself in a great place, you know, always, you know, had a great job or, or something where I could make a pretty decent living. Um, and so um, that put me in a place where I always had the requests and I felt like I always had to fulfill them. And then I started fulfilling these things and I was fulfilling them in a place where I I resented it. And so remember I was telling you that when you're giving, right, and when the, the you know, God is not going to let you outgive him. But at that point I wasn't giving from a, a, a pure heart any longer. I was giving because I felt obligated. I was giving because... Somewhere along the line, I didn't think what I desired mattered anymore. Now, let me get clear on, on for this. No matter what anyone else said or did, that was mine to own. And that's one of the biggest lessons for this one is that being true to your desires is actually being true to God. Because again, God does not put a desire in your heart that he has not, that he has not already fulfilled. And so when you stop wanting that or when you try to muffle it, when you try to, oh, I don't want it, I, you know what, I don't, I, let's say you've always dreamed of having a nice house with a white picket fence. 2.5 kids and because now it's not coming easy you've decided oh you know what I don't even want that anymore I'm okay with living in this apartment I'm okay with not having children I'm okay with not being married and it's just because you know probably the world has now come to you and they're, they're saying oh why haven't you found a, why haven't you found a man yet or a woman yet or whatever it is for you but why haven't you found it yet oh it's never going to happen you're going to be an old maid this that and the other and so to protect yourself 
you start putting this barrier of the saying, you know what, I don't want it. Well, guess what? That's another way of denying your gift. You got to learn to be open. You got to learn to just understand that that desire is yours already and just chill. Sit back. Be open. See where the opportunities come and then go with your first mind. Not that rat, not that rabbit, you know, you know, as people call it, the monkey mind, right? Not that when you're like churning on something and you won't let it go because all of those thoughts are not of God. That is you keeping yourself in a place where you won't let it go but when you let it go and you get still and you come back to your center and you realize that this is something you truly desire then do the next step that is presented to you you don't gotta know all 20 steps just do the very next step that is presented to you and keep walking towards your desires i can tell you it was pretty funny i had a retreat in delaware back in october where um my clients of my seven figure club uh, came to Delaware, we shot video, they took pictures, um, and we did a lot of exercises that I've gone through in this prosperity challenge. And so one person, one client in particular, really clearly stated her goals of what she wanted. She realized that she was planned for an audience that she didn't want to play for. She realized that that audience was not going to be what she wanted, that she truly desired being a star. She truly desired going forth in the world. She she wants to stand there and command attention and can do it. She's very, very talented, very talented person. She is a star. But guess what? All of the things that other people have to say every time she stands up right and starts claiming it then there's that one person that's going to come and have something to say right or even when you go home you start doing all of the things around what you believe you can do instead of doing the thing that you've been given that one step that you've been given to go after that desire directly and so you know months have passed since that retreat in october and um we're we're having a discussion and she comes back to the center. She says, you know, I realize that what I stated in October is exactly what I want. So instead of, you know, the after the conversation we had, instead of taking and keep going after all of these little things that she doesn't want because she thinks that's what's going to give her money instead of going after exactly what she wants and allowing the money to come from that She's now saying, okay, you know what, just hold me accountable for that because that really is what I want. Now, I'm telling you guys this story because how many of you, not even just, you know, her version, right? She wants to be a star. How many of you wanted to be a star? And you stopped because people probably said, who do you think you are? Oh, that's never going to work. Oh, but that 
thing keeps burning inside of you. It's still there. And then guess what? You settle into this life of going easy. You settle into this life of of what everybody else says that you should want. This is how so many people wake up, you know, in their 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond and, and, and go, wait a minute. I wanted to do these things and I never did them. And now I'm going to go try and do all of those things. You know, I am right now trying to teach my daughters or, you know, not trying. I'm teaching my daughters and my son to go after exactly what they want right now. Right. Exactly. And so um, my son would probably be mortified if he knew that I was talking about him in my show. But I got to tell you, so my son is in the 12th grade, get ready to graduate. And my son, uh, like his mother, he gets it honest and his father. Um, does not like to really get up early in the morning. And even if you do, if we do get up early in the morning, that's my time. That is not, I don't feel that that's time that I should be giving away to anybody. For me, that's my time to get closer to God. That is my time to be centered into who I am. And so, um, my ex-husband, his father, used to work at night. So he worked the night shift till 11 o'clock and then would stay up until like four o'clock in the morning or you know even later and then go to sleep and sleep until maybe two in the afternoon whatever it was and so these are the habits that my son had because of course you know being the only son for his father he was under his father a lot when he was little and so these are the habits he learned so getting him up to school has been a chore a chore for all of his life so um there came a time you know we're now divorced and so there came a time when I'm like hell no I'm not waking you up anymore you're old enough to understand that this is your job so whether you get up and go to school on time or not is going to be up to you now, I'm going to tell you, there's been some rocky roads with that. My son has been late to school. Um, we had truancy involved, this, that, and the other. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front that a lot of people were judging me, and I didn't give a shit, okay, because the people that were judging me were judging me feeling that it was my job and my obligation to make sure that my son got up and go to school. And I did not. Let me tell you, from the time I was 13 years old, I had a job, even though I still live with my parents. My parents were still alive at that point. But I had a job. I woke myself up to go to school. His sisters already woke herself up to go to school. I was not going to change and start making him reliant on me in order for him to understand what he needed to do in order for him to succeed. It had to be important to him, okay? And so, lo and behold, you know, I'm going to fast forward to now, today. Um, you know, he had to make a de decision. My son evidently, uh, people tell me, is very, very good at football. And the only thing that is really prohibiting him from being what he want is him 
And so because of all of these challenges with not without not getting up and going to school, he now has another way to go. He has to decide is he going is he is he going to believe everybody else's version on where he's going to be able to go to school, where he's going to be able to play, or is he going to figure his own version out? And so I'm going to tell you how it goes. You know, in in you all probably have experienced this in one way, shape, or form. You go to a guidance counselor or or a coach, you know, and 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 they say, well, you know what? I think that you should go to a junior college and stay there for a couple of years. Get your your skills together where you now will get up and go to class and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, then work your way up to where you really want to go. And that is not the version he gets from his mother. His mother says, every time we have this discussion, now, you have to realize that you, what's that old saying, you can't be a prophet in your own home? So everybody else's version has been important to my kids for a long time except for me. But now I can say, because I hold steadfast to my beliefs, and no matter who comes my way, they don't waver. Now, he's really seeking out what I have to say because I'm the only one in his life who's saying, don't fucking settle. I'm telling him, if you want it, go get it. If you want it, go get it. Never shoot for the bottom. Always shoot for the top. If you can't get to the top, then guess what? You have that fallback plan. But as far as I'm concerned, you go for number one. Each and every time. So if you want to go to that school, okay, guess what? You didn't have a stellar attendance record, right? Okay, so you don't. Who cares? If you're that good, if you're as good as you tell me you are, if you're good as all of those people who have come to me said that you are, then be good and go do your thing. So my son has taken his mother's advice and he is he's cleaned up his act he will be going to different camps this summer walking on and doing what it is that he wants to do now guess what even if he shoots for it and ends up at a junior college that's gonna that that will be okay with me I won't feel like he failed but I will feel like he failed if he don't at least try don't let anybody tell you that you're not supposed to want what you want. That is not for anybody else to determine. That is only for you. Ever. Ever. And so, again, my son would probably pass out if he knew I told you that. But think about it in your life. Where have you stopped wanting what you want because everybody, even those who you think have your best interest at heart, have told you, you know what, it's okay for you to give up? Does your heart feel it's okay? Does your soul feel that it's okay? That you've now settled for less than what you want? Don't ever settle. Don't ever settle. As long as you have life and breath in your body, go get it. And you know what? It doesn't have to be some big thing, right? It could mean that I just want butter pecan ice cream today. I'm going to go get it. Stop denying yourself of your desires. 
understand if you get clear, quiet, you use the practices that I've given you in this challenge and you are communing with God every day and and not the superficial God that lives outside of you but the one that is right there in your heart and getting still and centered and knowing that this is done and you can feel it and then when you open your eyes and you get into the world it kind of gets a little jittery close your eyes again and get back to that center and understand that it's right there and then move forth from that not from everybody else you got to understand who you're playing for you're not playing for them you're playing for you you're playing for the God that's in you and the only way of doing that is by honoring your desires that mess about being selfish, you know, I that was the biggest thing for me. I felt I was selfless. That is the biggest BS that I had to get over. I was taught that, and I honored it for a long time. But then I can tell you, the day my father died, who was the best person I know, I looked at my belief systems. I said, okay, well, wait a minute. If this is if the best person I know can die just out of the blue, what is it that I truly believe in? I was mad with God. I was mad with the world. I was mad with everything. And so at that point, I had to start going, okay, what do I truly believe? Because here's a man who would get up and go to work and walk if he had to to feed his family. Here was a man who loved and laughed and joked even when you were pissed off. So, like, when I look at that model of someone who was just spectacular, I had it. And he died. And so when you looked at, when I looked at that, and my world was shaken, I mean, because there was no warning, he went to work, he came home, he died. And so when when that happened, I was shook to my core. So I didn't believe in anything anymore. And that started this journey. I mean, again, I was already a lover of religion and, you know, always loved reading. So I had read a lot of books. But at that point, it was like, okay, what do I truly believe? And what I learned since that eye-opener for me, that was like really the beginning of opening to who I am today. And it helped me understand that, guess what, selfish is not such a bad thing. Selfish just means I'm going to listen deep down inside and I'm going to hear what God says to me. I'm going to listen when God whispers in my ear and I'm going to go do it. And I'm going to keep my eye on that picture on that wall, the picture that we have painted, the picture that I painted with God himself. And so, guess what? No matter who comes and has something to say about this picture, it is not my job to really give two hoots about what they have to say. It is my job to stay focused on that picture because that picture is where I'm going. And that picture was already blessed and approved and done in the eyes of God. And so, Today, I just want you to get realigned with what it is that you want. So your only assignment today is to really state it.
stated as proudly and as clearly as you can. Say it, write it, and put it somewhere where you can see it every day. You know, you can make a screensaver on your phone. Um, you can put it on your wall. You can put it by your bathroom mirror so you see it every time you brush your teeth. You can put it as a screensaver on your computer. But write that desire out and look at it every single day and know that it is yours. So, again, I'm Tina Brinkley Potts. And you know what? I know someone needed to hear this today. And I know you also know someone else who needs to hear this. So how about doing this? Share this episode with at least five people who need to hear this. At least five people. Maybe it's a young person who's like my son, who is very talented at something, and there's somebody who's telling them that because of their circumstances, it can't be done. You know what? Let him be the first. Send this to that child so they can understand they can go do it. They don't have to listen to yet another person's place or thing's version of who they are meant to be. They need to get clear and centered in themselves and know that it is theirs. Maybe it's a young person you need to send it to. Or maybe it's a mom, right? Maybe it's a grandmom. I have a client who's in her 60s who just started a business. And it's so wonderful to watch her go out in this world and look at things in the eyes of a child. I mean, again, we were in Miami together, and I can't, you know, just watching her try sushi for the first time now i'm allergic to seafood so i can't try it but she tried seafood i mean sushi for the first time um i tried a cigar for the first time but i'm telling you all of that because there's such a big beautiful world out there it's time to go live it so share this with someone that is a gift just sharing this episode is a gift that you would be giving them because I know they needed to hear this. Again, I'm Tina Brinkley Potts, and I look forward to seeing you in day 23. Bye.